Hello everyone, my name is Shasu Jodeka and welcome to today's podcast. Today's topic is transportation and how it has become an environmental issue. It is essential that we reduce our carbon emissions from transport to allow us to conserve natural resources for future use as many natural resources are vulnerable to global warming and climate change. But first, a bit of context. Due to the coronavirus pandemic and the subsequent quarantine around the world, in early April, carbon emissions were 17% lower than last year. However, ever since economic activity has reduced, the number has steadily rebounded. In June, carbon emissions were only 5% lower than last year, and in China, there was no change. What this tells us is that the lack of certain activities whilst the pandemic reduced the carbon emissions. While there were many several such activities, the main culprit was transport, as there was virtually no transportation occurring around the world. There's a CNBC article on the topic that was released on June 18th, which is called Carbon Emissions Rebound Sharply as Country States Open. And um, that was released on June 18th. I've had a theory for quite some time on carbon emissions, but after the drop in carbon emissions during the quarantine period and the peak of the coronavirus epidemic, I believe that it is safe to say that this theory has good grounding. My theory is that a major fraction of global carbon emissions could be reduced by further use of public transport. To what extent this could help was uncertain in the past, but after the pandemic, it can be theorized that at least all factors considered, 10% of global carbon emissions could be reduced by the usage of public transport. That is more than one-tenth of global carbon emissions, and that is considering current technology. Public transportation technology could definitely become more efficient in the future due to use of technology. Now one might think, while we already have public transport like aviation and trains, and they release a lot of fossil fuels, but aviation only contributes to 2% of global carbon emissions, and trains, 0.3%. That is only, 2 point, only 2.3%. Compare this to the total of 25% of global carbon emissions due to all forms of transport and it becomes clear that public transportation is much more effective than all other forms. As we know, global warming can cause a whole host of issues that affect the environment and availability of resources. Global warming causes the melting of glaciers that can reduce our freshwater supplies drastically, leading to conflicts. Global weather is also very sensitive to average global temperature and global warming is causing large-scale changes in weather pattern around the world. This can cause droughts in some places which can lead to famines and conflicts over food. Meanwhile, in other areas, it can result in floods and soil erosions. Even small decreases in carbon emissions can reduce the effects of climate change and global warming. The dip in carbon emissions was the largest dip that has ever happened in history. This allowed us to avoid going over the limit set by the Paris Change Climate Agreement, which is 2 degrees Celsius higher than pre-industrial levels. If we do this every year, it will allow us to prevent further global warming. Enough time for us to find solutions to reduce our carbon emissions to start reversing the effects of global warming and climate change. Additionally, using public transport reduces the amount of fuel required which will help us save non-renewable resources like gasoline, petroleum, diesel and other fossil fuel products can be saved if we use public transportation. Now we can throw down big numbers but let me give you some context. Every year, one vehicle releases 4.6 metric tons, which is 92,000 pounds of carbon emissions. And by using public transportation, you can reduce that carbon emission by 48,000 pounds. It cannot be overstated how important public transport is. In fact, using public transport is the single most impactful action one person can do to reduce their carbon emissions. So now the question is, 
If the impact of public transportation is so obvious and has been proven so many times, why aren't we using more public transport? Well, just like most things that seem obvious, it is complicated. Establishing good public transport systems takes a lot of money and capital, and it is money that LEDC countries just don't have. Even NICs like India and China don't have enough money for such public transport systems, but these countries are not the only ones. Some extremely rich countries like the United States don't have public transportation either, and that is where it gets complicated. In the United States, cars and public transport are seen as a form of freedom, but unfortunately such a point of view ignores environmental concerns. Now I'll say that it's not like there's been no progress in the area. Many European countries, Australia, New Zealand and Canada have all great public transportation systems established, but we need to actively encourage and support LEDCs in developing public transport systems and other MEDCs should definitely start establishing their own public transport. There is also numerous data on the economic benefits of public transport, but for today's argument that isn't very relevant. To conclude, public transport is the single most effective way one can reduce their carbon emissions and it is the simplest way to reduce our carbon emissions as well. All other measures of reducing public carbon emissions require massive worldwide changes or are very expensive other than de developing public transport. Ideally, building public transport is the most effective and most immediate way to reduce our carbon emissions. That is my theory and the factual data to support it. Hopefully this made you think from another point of view. I'd love to hear your thoughts as well. Thanks for listening.